Hi everyone, I'm Summer. I'm Carrie. And this is Hypoxia Podcast. Join us to talk about sex, drugs, and self-improvement. Can I just rail against uh, <laughs> our our the cult of our childhood again? This is also in that the purity culture and the sex shaming that happens in um, evangelical circles actually makes us more likely to become victims to this type of behavior. For one, they tend to not teach uh, sex ed to kids. And so you, I mean, the data shows that makes them more likely to be victimized. Um, I've heard over and over and over survivors say, I didn't know what was happening to me was not supposed to happen to me. They told me this was normal. Um, and then there's also right like bodily autonomy from you at like a really young age like well and the mm -hmm. yeah you have to go hug so-and-so you have to go hug the pastor you have to shake everybody's hands you have to like do this this and that like with Mm -hmm. everybody in the church like right (laughs) and which is why i say purity culture is rape culture because there is no meaningful consent under the paradigm of purity culture You're not allowed to consent to sex till you get married. Then if you're a woman, you have to submit to, you have to have sex anytime your husband wants to. It's your obligation. You're not allowed to say no. And if he forces you, it cannot be raped because you are his property. Um, And there's also one thing a lot of people particularly that don't understand, particularly if they aren't that familiar with fundamentalist ideas, is... So things like rape and child molestation are set up, they're, they're viewed as just a type of sexual sin. So it's a, a really good um, prominent example of this is if you go back and look at the Duggars comments about when Josh was discovered to have been molesting his sisters and the babysitter and all of that. When, if you look at all of their comments about it, they talk about it as like it was just, it was sexual sin. It was just like if he had been watching pornography. There is no d- difference in how rape is viewed versus I looked at her cleavage. Yeah, it's like the whole thing, like, no sin. My neighbor was... Okay tree and I saw a bunch of branches just moving with nothing like under them and I thought it was some crazy weird deer oh, okay I thought you had seen a ghost because you had that look no, no, I, it was a weird deer and it scared me but uh anyway <laughs> I uh in church when they say like no son is greater than the other like they're all equal and I'm like that they're not like there's bad things that are very much worse than other things mm-hmm. like me thinking like oh my god like she has nice nice boobs and a nice butt like that's lustful I guess but that would be a sin and they're saying like that would be equal to murdering someone right it's not the fucking same but like no it's not what they make it out to be right and that's why I think that indoctrination with that idea that ideology is dangerous yeah 100 percent and like it's so weird, like, talking to people that were not in the church because they just don't get it.
like they think we make it up and that we're exaggerating about the stuff that we were yeah. taught. But I'm like, no, no, like, this I is went it. to a whole ass purity conference with a filled stadium of a bunch of hormonal raging, like raging hormonal teenagers, just like everybody wanting to do the nasty and like I so. contract saying we won't and getting like, I and then going to have sex immediately with the period. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I would have been fucking in the bathroom in that stadium. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like you, you want to fill a whole ass stadium with a bunch of teenagers and expect them to sign a contract saying they're gonna stay pure? Absolutely not. <laughs> and and I think that's another situation too, where like you were talking about, it removes your autonomy. Because you're like, you're creating this obligation and there's this coercive pressure of you can't and you shouldn't. And, and I see a lot like with parents and parent and talking and, oh my God, <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'm part of a conduct disorder support group and stuff. And I see it a lot in there too, because most of our kids, especially the ones with like, you know, behavioral issues or psychopathy, most of them are out having sex mm -hmm. pretty pretty young you know but definitely at later teenagers because hello most people are having sex as later teenagers just um that's developmentally normal and oh my gosh i see that so much well i don't believe they should be having sex so like i'm gonna punish them like you're gonna die on this hill like with this kid <laughs> Like, of all the things to be upset about with kids that have oppositional issues, like, you're going to be mad at them having sex, like, presuming, like, I want to assume consensually. I know, like, it may not be I mean, not for all of them, but yeah, I'm specifically talking about the complaints about, cons about like being right, <laughs> I'm talking about this complaints about specifically sex consensual sex because yes there are some that are offenders and no i'm separating that out yeah be pissed at that but why are you like mad that your 16 year old had sex with their 16 year old boyfriends like right like this is not the thing to right like this is not the hill to die on we had like when i worked at the IP unit there was a bunch of teenagers that got sent there for oppositional disorders um, and one of the teens got pissed at his mom because his mom was yelling at him because he wasn't like, um, practicing safe sex. She didn't get pregnant or anything, but the fact that he wasn't practicing safe sex, like she was mad at him for that. And he threw a brick through the window and she was only mad about the sex. still when she brought him in. And she was like, I yes. want to get treated because he's out here having unprotected sex and endangering himself and the girl because she's going to end up pregnant and then who's going to take care of it? And I was like, you're not like, he just threw a brick through the window trying to hit you. Like, I don't right. Know. Like the violence is the bigger concern here. Like he uh, sensual sex with her. Right. They didn't have condoms probably because you wouldn't give them one and they didn't know where to go. Like, well, that's always my recommendation. Like give them condoms. Hell, talk to her about do you you know do you need me to take you to the clinic to and i know i'm going to piss people off here but yes i will absolutely take children that are not my own to to the clinic so that they can get 
uh, whatever, whatever they need. If they need, you know, birth control, condoms. I, I used to have a fishbowl because you can buy like, you know, a hundred count of condoms in the fishbowl, you know, from Amazon. I would buy like the hundred count of condoms and it just stayed in my bathroom. And the health department um, will send you a bag of them for free mm-hmm. and lube. Right. Order like a free HIV test, like like a home-based one that you can do like once every three months, I think. Mm-hmm. Like the health department got your back, man. Right. Like, they do, but a lot of kids. Parents right. I remember I was in high school. My best friend um, got pregnant our senior year. And my mom took us both to the health department. So she was taking me to the health department for my appointment. Don't remember what what I was there for, whether it was testing or birth control or whatever. But I was already going. And so we took her with us. And she got a pregnancy test when she was scared. And she was pregnant. And her mom was so mad. She was, like, focused on this. Why would you take my daughter? And we're like, okay, you need to focus on it's a different making plans somebody has there's baby a baby <laughs> right like there's a baby that's coming in about really... five months because she was already like at the end of the first trimester I'm like you got right. better, bigger <laughs> things to focus on than being mad that we took her to the health department i like i just don't understand like of all the things to be mad about, like, why, like everybody, like, not everybody, the majority of people, like, want to have sex and are going to have sex. Like, there's people that don't want to have sex and just, like, don't like it. Live your life, you know? Right. Good for them. Good for you. Live your life. Do what you need to do. But, like, a lot of people want to have sex. Why are you going to be mad about it? Like, you have sex. You're going to tell me you didn't, you have a baby, but I know you did. But. Right. Well, and the answer I always get to that is, well, they're young. And I'm like, yeah, but by a lot. Right. And that's the thing. And I, and what I, the answer I get to that a lot is, well, I regret it. I shouldn't have been having sex at that age. Did well, you first regret of, sex or did you regret who you had sex with? Right. right. And the thing is, your kid is closer to what you were then developmentally like your kid isn't thinking with a 40 year old's brain like you are now when you say you regret it they're thinking just like you did at 15 oh i want to do this yeah so equipped them to at least do it as safely as possible because if they're going to make that decision they're going to make that decision i personally have no regrets i was having sex at 14 I do not regret it at all. But it's because I was having sex with peers. It wasn't some sort of like predatory situation where it was, you know, an adult. It was with peers. So it was like normal, healthy exploration. I didn't have sex until I was 16, but I was dating somebody and had been dating them for like a year. And I felt comfortable with them after that amount of time to have sex with them. And like, no regrets. But it was because, like, my mom taught me, like, don't have sex with somebody just because, you know, like, they tell you, like, they want to or, like, whatever. We always had condoms. Like, his mom was super cool and was just like, I have condoms in the bathroom. See, that's what I did. I just had the... I, she when, never when I, about it, but she was just like, oh, <laughs> I just, I stocked the bathroom. 
<laughs> well, when I, I had when I had a whole house full of teenagers, I had a a fishbowl of condoms. Huh? Like a lobster or something that you had, or was that somebody else like holding the bowl? No, it was that wasn't me. Mine was just a regular fishbowl, and it just sat there on the shelf in the bathroom. And my um, I one of my kids' friends always had to stop and use the bathroom at my house. And I'm like, fine. I said, tell them to take them because God knows none of y'all are in a position that y'all need to be having babies. Um, they take them. I will keep restocking it. Use them, please. There was somebody, I don't know if it was like a video I saw or like somebody I actually knew because, you know, post-concussive syndrome. I don't know anymore. Um, but somebody had like one of those like it was like a lobster standing up with its claws and it was on its little tail and he had like a bowl and his little claws holding up a bowl of condoms. It was so cute. It's cute. <laughs> I need to get me a fancy bowl. It was the fanciest of bowls and I enjoyed it. I have a little like bowl of condoms in my room from when I was you know, doing stuff, and it has yeah. little, like, nurse rubber duckies in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute. Yeah. I don't... Both of my girls have implants in their arms, and I don't believe for a second that my youngest, my younger one will use condoms, because, again, she does... Not only does she not have a normal fear response, she also... Um, struggles with planning ahead and uh, impulsive that's that's the word i was couldn't get couldn't get there so like it's you know usually a spur of the moment decision so i figure she will probably not be planning ahead to make sure she has condoms or takes them with her or whatever so she also got an iud list here so that's why i got the next one because i struggle with impulsivity also and have a bad habit of like not thinking about it in the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's why I got the next one on. And also why I keep the condoms in my room next to where I will be so I can look at it and be like, oh yeah, right. I did this. You know? But that's just ADHD. And like yeah. being, you know, distracted. <laughs> so. Why would you be distracted? <laughs> By literally everything in existence literally everything i was reading okay. an article the other day where they were talking about like people with adhd and like sex did you know <laughs> that it's not normal to think about and fantasize about like other things while you're having sex i was literally about to ask you about this like do you ever get distracted about other things while you're having sex it doesn't happen like it, okay, it happens if I don't enjoy the sex. If I enjoy the sex, that's all I'm thinking about is like that in the moment. But if I'm not enjoying it and like not having a good time, I'm definitely rewatching Supernatural in my head. Like every time. So, or yeah. what I'm gonna cook for lunch or dinner or man, I have to take the trash out. like. I didn't realize that's not normal. <laughs> I didn't for a long time either. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same thing. If I, if, I did. 
Right. I, yeah, you're, I, I'm very similar. As long as there's enough stimulation happening, then my brain will stay present. But yeah, like I'm thinking back to uh, rather recently. Are you there? You look like you're frozen. There you are. Um, right. I, it's uh, okay. I might have to go soon. Uh, okay. There's an emergency. Oh, no. But yeah, if so, I'm thinking about very recently where I was giving head and watching TV at the same time. I can do like I can multitask really well. Um, and I have definitely been complimented on my skills. Uh, and I think honestly, I perfected it most of the time because I just didn't want to do it anymore because I got bored. Yes, it would take forever. <laughs> I am not a person who enjoys giving head. To me, that's a fun part of foreplay. It is not the main event. And I'm like bored after like an absurdly short amount of time. <laughs> I enjoy it and I like it. And I like doing it. It's just like some people like some people are just like too quiet. Yes. Like, like you have to be doing something else to stimulate me or I'm like like I get over it really quick somewhere else. Yeah. But like people that I enjoy having sex with, I enjoy doing that for because yeah. it's fun. Because they make it fun. Sex is supposed to be enjoyable, you know? And like the people that make it enjoyable are great. The people who don't make it enjoyable get ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> or we're just like besties now with no benefits. <laughs> well, that's we not can, fun. We can just like go get pizza sometimes and that's good that's it <laughs> so do you have an emergency yeah uh, i don't want you to get distracted and not get to it don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel and to be sure you never miss an upload make sure you turn your notifications on and please come join us on social media so we can continue these conversations in between episodes you'll find us at hypoxia podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And 